Welcome to another episode of Follow the Brand. I am your host, Grant McGaw, CEO of Five Star BDM, a five-star personal branding and business development company. I want to take you on a journey that takes another deep dive into the world of personal branding and business development using compelling personal stories, business conversations, and tips to improve your personal brand. By listening to the Follow the Brand podcast series, you will be able to differentiate yourself from the competition and allow you to build trust with prospective clients and employers. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Make it one that will set you apart, build trust, and reflect who you are. Developing your five-star personal brand is a great way to demonstrate your skills and knowledge. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.magaw, spelled M-C-G-A-U-G-H, at 5star BDM, B for brand, D for development, M for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. Welcome to the Follow Brand Podcast, where we help you to build a five-star brand that people will follow. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to be inspired by the incredible Dennis Yu. Today, you have the extraordinary opportunity to learn how to deliver a powerful message and leverage the immense power of AI, artificial intelligence, to amplify your personal brand. Remember, it's not just about what you say, it's about your reputation. And when it comes to your reputations, everyone talks about Dennis Yu, so he doesn't need to self-promote. Dennis understands that your personal brand is built on word of mouth and the opinions of others. He knows that to upgrade your brand, you need to surround yourself with highly successful individuals. But Dennis takes it a step further. He has harnessed the capabilities of AI, turning it into an extension of his own brain. With this remarkable technology, he leverages relationships and the augmented reality of humans and smart technology. Think about it. If AI engines, LinkedIn, and Google don't know about you, how can they help you? That's why Dennis emphasizes the importance of establishing credibility first. Once you've done that, you can utilize the incredible tools AI provides to amplify your brand and reach new heights. Now, let's dwell into the remarkable achievements of Dennis Yu. As the Chief Technology Officer of Blitzmetrics, a leading digital marketing company, Dennis partners with schools to train young adults, empowering them with the skills to manage social campaigns for enterprise clients like the Golden State Warriors, Nike, and Rosetta Stone. His expertise in Facebook marketing is internationally recognized having spoken in 20 countries across five continents. He's delivered captivating keynotes at prestigious events such as LTE, Goldtagen, and Marketo Summit. Dennis's insights 
have been featured in renowned publications such as The Wall Street Journal, New York Times, LA Times, and he has made appearances on National Public Radio, TechCrunch, Fox News, and CBS Evening News. Not only that, Dennis is a co-author of Facebook Nation, a groundbreaking textbook used in over 700 colleges and universities. His thought leadership extends to his regular contribution to Adweek's Social Times column, and his articles have been published in Social Media Examiner, Social Media Club, Tweak Your Biz, B2C, Social Press, and Hey Yo. But Dennis's achievements go beyond the digital realm. He has held leadership positions at Yahoo and American Airlines, showcasing his versatile skills. He studied finance and economics at Southern Methodist University and the London School of Economics, proving his expertise extends far beyond marketing alone. In his personal life, Dennis is an accomplished athlete, having run collegiate cross-country at SMU and completed over 20 marathons, including a staggering 70-mile ultramarathon. So ladies and gentlemen, prepare to be inspired as Dennis Yu takes the mic. Get ready to learn from a true master in leveraging AI, delivering a compelling message and amplifying your personal brand. Let's welcome Dennis Yu to the Follow Brand Podcast, where we are building a five-star brand that you can follow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Follow Brand Podcast. I am your host, Grant McGall, and this today, it's a holiday for most people. People might not know, but right now, right now, it's Mother's Day, but I get a gift. I'm getting the gift of talking to one of the most people that I admire in this digital marketing space. This is a pioneer. This is someone who's been involved in the Facebook ad revolution, who's been involved in digital marketing and artificial intelligence and what those tools look like and can look like. He knows how to work with the the algorithms that are out there in all these different social media platforms. He has done it time and time and time again. And he's kind of shifted and pivoted the more of a teaching role. Now, he's teaching on so many different levels. I tune in him and I learn so much about him. So before I keep going on, because I can go on for a long time, I'm going to bring you to the stage. And we're going to have a great conversation with Dennis Yu. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, Grant. I think that was a pretty good introduction. I'm just a search engine engineer. I was one of the first people at Yahoo 25 years ago. And... I'm a student in the game and I'm always learning from the best. So I'm I'm here to learn from you too. Well, I'm going to give you some tidbits of information about me. And that is this. I love me some digital marketing. It has been a platform that I have utilized. Now, I've been in this sales game, account management game, business development game, and information technology for 20, 25 years. I was in it when fax machines were new. But I'm going to tell you something. The tools that we have today, I can't believe how you can touch people. It's about getting your message in front of the right audience to actually have a meaningful conversation. I think you, today's world, how how do you, how did you see, you've been in this for 2025. Think about 
when you first got into this Facebook ad world and you saw kind of what these search engines were looking like, what you could do, that was then what it looks like now. Walk us through that journey. Well, almost 30 years ago, the machines were really dumb. <laughs> and I could trick them. I remember when Facebook's ad network came out, it was called uh, Banners, and it was early 20, let's see, 2007. And all the targeting you could do was by the college. And, and you, yeah, it was called Flyers, actually, and they were banner ads. And you could upload a little 90 by 90 pixel image. No videos no fancy targeting there was no news feed it was just a, a dating site basically for people who were in college because they only allowed dot edu addresses and you would pay 50 cents per thousand impressions there was no bidding for an objective there was none of the intelligence that like TikTok has where it does facial recognition and it learns what you do. There is no chat GPT that can predict text and do these kinds of things. And the same was even true of running ads on Google. I think at, at that point I had been running ads on Google for almost 10 years, or at least on other search engines. Like I ran ads on AOL. I've been running ads for almost 30 years in digital and you could just buy keywords. I had a friend who had a karate dojo in his studio right so he, he taught these little kids how to chop boards basically and i remember buying the keyword karate and i couldn't target for arlington texas which is where his studio was so i just i ranked on karate nationwide anytime someone typed in karate and i paid a penny or two but the, the system wasn't smart enough to figure out that we were trying to get trying to target parents that had kids that wanted to, that needed an after-school activity instead of, you know, what, what are, you know, going to the mall or playing video games or babysitting or learning to spell. And so the systems were so dumb. I, I, they, there was no broad match targeting. There was no concept of placement by whether they're on YouTube or targeting someone inside their Gmail, which you can do or all these things. So it was it was very difficult to run ads because you just didn't have very many knobs to turn. And now today, they've taken away a lot of the it, it's gone full circle because 10 years ago, I was known as the king of targeting on Facebook. I could target my friend Eric Ludwig, who is the CMO at Rosetta Stone and say, happy birthday, Eric. You don't look a day over 48. You know, <laughs> I could target people who had bought my best-selling book on Amazon. I could target people who were physicians and were ran med spas or, you know, were, were cardiologists before and worked at John Hopkins and all kinds of crazy things that you could do. But now the AI is so smart. You really just need to, this sounds crazy. This is like one of those matrix, you know, red pill moments. Yeah. And I'll demonstrate it right now instead of just saying theoretically. I don't even know if I'm actually talking to Grant McGall or not. <laughs> I don't because yeah. the AI is so, and I'll, I'll play a, a couple of video clips for you. And then you tell me whether that's actually Dennis or it's the avatar Dennis, which is the deep fake. You know what deep fakes are? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll demonstrate that technology where I'll say certain things and then I'll change it and you tell me whether you can tell or not. I I, I can't wait. I, I understand. I've seen some of these tools 
and it's uncanny. I mean, I remember when people talking about the metaverse, you know, a lot of the metaverse is still out there, virtual reality. And you start yeah. to get in, you're like, wow, you don't know what a real person really, really looks like or sound like because you could you could be whatever you want, just like the kids' video games, yeah. right? You could be whatever well, uh, you want. How many times have you seen like a clip of Joe Biden saying something ridiculous? Because people like people on the internet like, like making fun of him, for example. But then you don't really know if that was fake or not. If like, did he actually bumble that? Did, did Donald Trump actually say that or not? You don't know. Yeah, no, and that's kind of scary when you think about that misinformation. Um, some people use that for propaganda. Everybody remembers that. Maybe you know, in world wars that have been in the previous, yeah. that you use that for controlling masses of people. So we've got to be careful how this technology evolves. And what it can be used for, just like anything else in yeah. life, you can use it for negative things, you can use it for positive things. Um, obviously, I'm on the positive side. I think it's a way, it's a tool that can truly evolve our society to a higher level of awareness. Yeah. Amazing. Well, let me give you an example. Let's demonstrate something. I'm going to share my screen. Go right ahead. And you tell me, and for those of you guys that, are listening, you'll just have to play along. So I'm in ChatGPT now. So what question would you have asked me, Grant? The question I would ask you now, like you got me off like I'm, I'm looking at all this stuff. So the main question I was going to ask you is that how has targeting changed and is it still effective in a world of artificial intelligence engines and the way that you can distribute content. Okay. So here I'm telling ChatGPT, pretend you're Dennis you. I'm going to ask you some questions. How has, what was it? Something changed? Digital marketing changed? Rephrase that. Yeah. How has, how has targeting changed? Targeting changed. Okay. In digital marketing. Okay. And is it still relevant in the age of artificial intelligence? relevant in the age of AI. Okay. So why ask me when you can just ask the AI? So I'll just read it for those people who can't see it. As an AI can certainly pretend to be Dennis, you a renowned expert in digital marketing and provide you with insights based on his style and expertise. Targeting digital marketing significantly involved over the years, especially with the integration of AI. It's far beyond just demographics and geography now. We can target based on interest behaviors, online activities, even behaviors thanks to AI. AI has made it possible to understand our audience better. We can create custom personas and predict audience uh, consumer behavior more accurately. AI algorithms can analyze huge data sets in real time to understand trends, performance, and patterns that human analysis might miss. Privacy regulations like GDPR and changes in browser policies, like the phasing out of third-party cookies, are making it harder to track and target. However, this doesn't make targeting irrelevant. Instead, it shifts the focus towards first-party data collection and consent-based marketing, blah, 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 blah. That's a lot there. Was what I would you? say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I read the uh, I read the answer that the AI gave. But I'm going to go one step further. Now I'm going to go over to this tool. It's called Descript and there's lots of tools, okay? We just used a tool called ChatGPT. We're going to use this other tool called Descript. There's so many tools. I don't want to get hung up on any particular tool, okay? Yeah. But let's just pretend here and I'm going to create a new project and I'm going to say what are we going to talk about, Grant? Actually, you know, we'll just use the, let's do the thing we just talked about. Yeah. Okay. So I've got this little thing here. It's recording my face on the computer. 
And I'll say You know, it's Mother's Day, and I have the pleasure of spending time with my buddy, Mem. Grandma Gaw, who has been doing this for 25 years, and he's built up this audience of healthcare executives who understand business development and IT. He told me that he even spent time in Wyzetta, which is a suburb of Minneapolis, which I know as well because I know that he's done the research. And he and I both are sharing our knowledge openly because we believe that the universe reflects that back to us. We believe that health is one of the most important things, that it's a mega trend and healthcare providers are doing incredible things. But today is Sunday, May 14th, 2023. And you don't really know whether this is actually Dennis or Grant now, do you? Okay. Now you can see that this has been recorded and transcribed. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. And the speaker is me. But maybe, let's see. Maybe you've not done it for 25 years. How long have you done it? 23 years. 23 years, okay. Because maybe I got that wrong. And I know you have a lot of healthcare executives. Is that who you target? Who do you... Your healthcare executives, information technology professionals, and branding, brand marketing executives. Or to say entrepreneurs. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so instead of Instead of Van He, I'll just change that to Grant because I'd like to say people's names. You want to say people's names, you know, several times over. And and maybe I want to move this. Grant and I believe in sharing our knowledge. And maybe, you know, I'm just going to take this and I'm going to copy it. I'm going to put it up here. Nice editing. Yeah. Yeah. And oops, what is this? Oh, I messed up here. Where did I? I must have copied this wrong. What's your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday, New Year's Day. Okay. And let's see. New Year's Day is January 1st. Okay. Correct. And we're doing this in 2024. Because, you know, when you do a podcast, sometimes you say, you know, here's three things I want to tell you guys. And then, oh, wait, actually, there's a fourth thing. I don't have to re-record it. And maybe, you know, I wrote a blog post on here's the 10 things that healthcare and IT executives need to know in 2022. But I need to update it for 2023, and I don't want to re-record the thing. Okay. Okay. Let's play. You know, it's New Year's Day, and I have the pleasure of spending time with my buddy, Mem. I didn't even say that right. Okay. Spending time with my buddy. I can edit that. Nice. And I can uh, get rid of that. It says grandpa, but that's no. <laughs> Is it? Grandpa. It so I'm going to fix that. Hang on. Yeah, you wait, just like that. Okay. 
All right, so let's come back over here and play again. Agaw, who has been doing this for 23 years, and he's built up this audience of healthcare executives and entrepreneurs who understand business development. That's cool, right? Yeah. Let's just come down here a little further and play from here. It's a mega trend, and healthcare providers are doing incredible things. But today is Sunday, May 14th, 2024. And you don't really know whether this is actually Dennis or Grant now, do you? What do you think? It's amazing how you can alter that on the fly. And it's so, like, you didn't even say those things, but your voice is coming through. Yeah. Okay. You asked me a question earlier, Grant, on why am I sharing my knowledge? Why am I doing this? Because I'm actually very selfish and I know the AI is picking up on this. When I publish what I know, when I don't want to boast. So I let other people do the boasting for me. So if you see who I'm with, if you see, you know, me on TV or arguing with Zuckerberg or being quoted in the Wall Street Journal or CNN or all these different places, right? You name the major media and You'll see that I've been on it, you know, NPR, LA Times, whatever, okay? So this, I've been sharing information here. I've been speaking at the conferences, articles, all this stuff, right? Yeah. You can just, it's all here. You can Google it and see it, right? So if I put everything I know and my relationships, podcast, whatever, with all these people, the AI meaning Google and Amazon and Facebook and all these guys are seeing it, right? Yes. The AI knows me. So that way, if for some reason I'm no longer on this planet next month, then things can continue because it sounds kind of like macabre, but the AI knows me. The AI knows all about me. The AI can answer questions as me. Uh, and a lot of people will ask. So we have coaching programs, for example, right? I've got a lot of doctors and lawyers. And they'll ask questions about, you know, how do I fix my website? Or how do I grow my personal brand? Or how do I get more patients, you know, who, who are cash pay that want to do, you know, blood work and have HRT, you know, whatever it might be. And the AI will be able to do that now. And let me show you proof of that. And this is something that all of us can do right now. Have you ever Googled yourself? Yes. Yes. Okay. So if I Google you, Grant McGaw, and those of you that they can't see this, just Google yourself and see what shows up. Google Grant, see what shows up. There's quite a few results. There's a quarter million results here. So that's impressive for your name. I'm impressed. <laughs> And the number one result is LinkedIn because you've been spending a lot of time focusing on LinkedIn, right? Correct. And of course, five-star BDM. And it says some stuff about you. And then there's some images and Twitter and other places that you've been. There's the follow the brand podcast, all the stuff about you. So according to this, you, yeah, here it is, podcasting, other sorts of things related to the podcast, Instagram. So you you own the results for your name, right? Correct. You, you're doing, I, I would say, this is pretty good for personal branding, isn't it? I'm impressed. And I did it intentionally. It is intentional. Uh, as yeah. I did become aware of the engine, like, whoa, if you feed the, the social media 
uh, platform with good content, it'll do your promoting for you. Yeah, because it's good if it knows who it, it knows what you like and it knows what you're interested in. And it knows, for example, a friend of mine yesterday, we were having a barbecue and he likes uh, we just played 18 holes of golf. And I said, open your Instagram, show me your Instagram. And he started scrolling through his Instagram and it was just full of golf shots, golf and golf and golf. I'm like, yeah. And he said, yeah, my Twitter's full of golf or my Instagram's full of golf. I'm like, yeah, well, mine is too. And it also, my friend Marco Sapilla and I played golf yesterday. And it just, it gives you what you, it, it knows what you want. You know, it's just like Amazon recommending products, or Netflix saying, because you like this show, you should also try that. And it learns and the more, the, the you know, like Netflix or Spotify, Apple, you know, iTunes, but like it, it learns, it, it starts to make really good recommendations, right? The more it knows about you, right? Okay. Now I'm going to show you more because if you don't give it good information, you start getting those random. I hear this all the time with social media people. Like, man, I'm getting all this. You know, you call it junk, more or less. But they're not realizing that they're causing that reflection, right? Yeah, they get mad at the scale. Well, it's your fault, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Step on the scale. Professionally, all of us. There's other people in our town, and let's say in Miami, that all also offer IV therapy or that also offer, you know, whatever, chiropractic, whatever it might be. Okay. So we have to distinguish ourselves from other service providers, right? Which, which, you know, personal brand does that for you. Now I'm doing a search for Dennis U. Now I'll see what shows up for my name. Oh, yeah. There's 34 million search results. And do you, do you see this thing here? These boxes? Yes. What are they? Well, those, those images, it's, it shows your, your, I think you call it a knowledge. Is that a knowledge box? It's called a knowledge panel. Knowledge panel. Right, right. Yeah, it's got my bio here. You see here on the bottom right. Yes. And it has my social media profiles. It has my latest tweets. It has videos that I've done. And people also search for my company. They search for dollar day strategy. So the AI knows all this stuff about me. So when you trigger and and look, it'll show you my courses, my YouTube. I've done a lot of stuff with optometrists. So here, when was the last time at the, in a search result at the top here, when it typically says news, media, whatever, have you seen optometrist here? That's very exact. Yes. Yeah. So this is not a, a set of regular search results. So if I click on courses, now it's going to show all these courses that we've made from all sorts your of your courses. It's like, you know, you've got Google working for you. Yeah. Well, I've got here, like, this is a course with Tom Ferry. Tom Ferry's the number one guy in real estate. And if you are one of the 450,000 real estate agents that are in his audience, then you're going to say, yeah, that's Tom Ferry. And you can see me and Tom Ferry are talking about blah, blah, blah. And you can see me and Mark Zuckerberg arguing on CNN in front of three and a half million people live. I can see all this stuff. But this is a knowledge panel that triggers. So if I type in your company, then I should see the same thing. I should should see a knowledge panel. I should see all this information because if I feed it into Google correctly, all the stuff about me, then this will work. And this is not something you hire an SEO expert to do. This is you having accomplished things over the last 23 years and it being visible 
to Google and TikTok and YouTube and LinkedIn and you know all that kind of stuff, right? Are you and, saying that you reach a certain threshold that it'll begin to you know give you that kind of a visibility and your feed is yeah. going to look exactly like yours? It, it will look like mine. So, and I've done this for a lot of friends of mine who are, and it's not because I'm. So I'll just show you. Okay, so. My buddy Caleb Williams is one of the top guys, if not the top guy in selling life insurance. And you can see he speaks on stages. He has a best-selling book. He has a podcast. He is the main speaker at NAFA. So if you're a, if you sell life insurance or financial services, there's the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. That's what it is. It's the largest and oldest organization. And He's there. Like if you're a member of NAFA, you know, you know, you know who he is. You can see all the videos. He's been on everyone else's podcast. He's a big deal. He's got blue check marks. His LinkedIn is here. And you know, his website's here. You can see I've been here many times. It says, yeah, people have been to his website many times. Speak, ink book, podcast. Here's the knowledge panel. It says, you know, who he is and his company and all this stuff, right? This is this is pretty good, isn't it? Excellent. That's excellent. I mean, you would Google is driving all that information. You haven't gone anywhere else. You haven't gone to his LinkedIn. You haven't gone to the podcast. You haven't gone to his website. All the information is right in front of you. Now look at the headings at the top. News, images, videos, age, reviews, Facebook, life insurance. Yes. Instagram and books. So Google, instead of just being the librarian that gives you the answer, oh, what's the capital of Kansas? Oh, what's the temperature outside? How much is a flight to LA tomorrow? Like, yeah. You know, go, give me the yeah, what, you know, you open up Google Maps, you open up, you know, Google Flights like people. That's what people have thought Google does. It's a librarian. Right. Yeah. But now Google's like, well, we need to predict what people want and we need to just go ahead and go several steps further instead of giving them 10 results. And you have to choose between oh, which of these 10 results should I click on? That's what search has been for quite a long time. True. Now it's all right. If I'm searching for this guy, Caleb, well, I might, I'm probably a life insurance agent trying to figure out how to do digital marketing. Cause I, that's what I know, who the, you know, this guy, I've read his book before. So it's got stuff related to his book. I see that he's a big deal on Instagram and he's got a lot of videos where he's interviewed other people in the financial services space and other successful entrepreneurs. So it knows this. So it's trying to show all these different components here. It's no longer just showing me 10 blue links, which is, and look, I've been in this space for almost 30 years. That's what I'm going to But the AI is saying, no, no, don't make me fool around. Just give me what I want. Just anticipate what I want. And that's what's occurring here. So and anyone who's an entrepreneur needs to realize that the search engine is on your side. The social network is actually on your side. Facebook and TikTok and, and Twitter and LinkedIn are not trying to manipulate you. They're trying to give you what you want. They're trying to give your users what, what they want. But if you don't feed it the right stuff, it's, it, does, it has nothing to give back to you. You, know, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shiitake, right? Correct. You are, this is amazing, number one, to show someone where Google is evolving with us. And this AI has its own bar now, but it's yeah. researching and seeing all your content that's out there and they're repackaging it in such a way that makes it appealing. Yeah. My, my question is again, is how, at what threshold do you get this knowledge? Panel? Well, you have to have, 
authority and trust. I'm going to define that. That's not some vague thing like people trust you or you're well known or you've a you have a strong personal brand. What the heck does that mean anyway? So let's let's go back to a search for me. Okay. Yeah. First result is my domain, my personal brand. I have many brands. I have many many companies and and partners in many companies. I consult for equity. I don't even need to get paid anymore. So you can see here that on here i'll just do this i'll go to my company and i'm going to use an seo tool so don't worry too much about this people like to ask questions about like how i got the data and whatever just that's a whole thing okay so this company website has a domain rating of 60. this is high and Uh most companies are like 10 or 20 or if that and every 10 points higher is 10 times more powerful so a Google is a 100, right? A Wikipedia is probably like a 99. A CNN is like a 92. Your local newspaper or the you know Miami Herald might be like a 70 or something like that. So this is kind of a measure of how much power you have. I got it. That power is driven by the folks that link to you. So every time in the media and they quote me, the CN, you know, the Wall Street Journal quotes me and links to me, that counts as a vote. If I'm on, you know, five star BDM.com and there's a summary of our conversation, you know, it'll be Grant and Dennis talk about how AI is actually doing great things for healthcare executives. And here's real examples right now, live. Okay. And I rank on these particular keywords, right? So if you look at who links to me, then you'll see that I'm on the WordStream blog about advertising. And this is a DR90. And I'm featured on TimeCamp because this is one of the tools that we use because we have lots of virtual assistants. And you'll see that I'm on customers.ai on their blog. And, you know, I'm on the Buffer. Buffer is the largest social media sharing tool there in 91 how to write a first perfect Facebook post and blah, blah, blah. And so it's, it's me sharing how to do that. It's me sharing how much do Facebook ads cost? So I wrote this whole article here on keep keep was called infusion soft. Uh-huh. And you can see here, I'm an author. How much do Facebook ads cost? How much should you spend? And then I go through this whole thing. There's a whole video behind it. There's all this, you know, step by step by step. Here's how you set up ads on Facebook profitably to drive leads and sales and rank and Google and all this kind of stuff, right? All this stuff. Now, this site, Keep, is a DR83. Powerful. Very, very powerful. Very powerful. Like anything, anything above 50 is, you better pay attention. That's, that's some serious juice. And this site gets 117,000 searches. Well, people come to this site from search 117,000 times a month. And they rank on 50,000 keywords, the site. But this page as an 11, which is still stronger than the majority of web pages on the internet. This page alone is stronger than most homepages. And it ranks, this article alone ranks on 303 keywords and gets 129 people a month. I wrote this article years ago and it's still getting 129 people a month coming to visit. Still hanging around. It's still made years and years ago, and it's still working for you. And it's getting stronger and stronger. 
because the more people want to learn how to, you know, if we, if the economy takes a dive, if people want to learn how to do Facebook ads, then this stuff is here. So look, how much do Facebook ads cost? Keyword difficulty 61. That's difficult. And here we are position eight, not bad. How much to spend on Facebook ads? How much should I spend on Facebook ads? How much is Facebook advertising? Facebook ads budget, Facebook marketing cost. You see, I'm ranking all these keywords, right? Correct. This one article that I wrote years ago is ranking on all. So I'm getting seven people a month that come in on how much do Facebook ads cost, right? There's 200 people a month that are searching on this keyword. I'm getting seven of them. Well, Grant, why am I only getting seven of these 200? Why is that? Because I'm in position eight. Mm. But I was in position 24 and I moved up 16. Uh So you're still getting the lion's share for you. Well, I want to be in position number one. Of course. I've spent a billion dollars on Facebook ads. I feel like I have some credibility to talk about this. A billion dollars? <laughs> and I've, I've done it for, you know, chiropractors and doctors and med spas and, you know. Well, let's talk about the monetization. See, that's the thing, yeah. right? You just hit on the thing. Because it's like, all right, a lot of people out here spending money or they, they're looking to spend money on social media with the ads. And a lot of times they just don't get success. There's a lot of money going in, not a lot of money coming in back out. And I've heard both points. So I, I spent little money and then it just bloomed all these leads and it yeah. led to business. So you see these two polarities happening. Help our audience understand how to monetize really on social media. What do you mean monetize? You mean drive more patients and drive more leads, drive more clients? Yeah. Look, if, it, if you ran ads on Google or Facebook or TikTok or YouTube or whatever, and it didn't work, it wasn't, it wasn't LinkedIn ads. It wasn't Twitter ads. It was you not knowing how to use the system. Mm-hmm. So the system is good at, it, it's a, it's a mailman. Okay. It's like UPS or FedEx or it's delivering packages. It's delivering messages. That's what advertising is. So if you don't deliver a good message and if the system doesn't know who to deliver it to, it's just going to deliver it to whoever It's just going to guess. Okay. Now, if I Google you and I don't see a knowledge panel and I don't see articles that you've written and I don't see videos and I don't see you sharing your knowledge, then it's not just you didn't train the AI to know what to do because AI doesn't know who you are. But a customer, a potential client is going to Google you and your stuff needs to show up for your name. Sorry, it's that simple. It is a reflection of a poor personal brand, not a great reputation, not great word of mouth. You could be a fantastic doctor or IT executive in the real world. But if I Google you, this stuff needs to show up. I need to see lots of reviews, real reviews. I need to see people that love you. I need to see that you've been around a while. I need to see awards, certifications, you know, where you went to school, where you've spoken. Maybe you have a book. Maybe you wrote, you know, someone interviewed you on this one thing. I need to see all that. So if you don't have that, and then you try to run ads, what do you think is going to happen? This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, 
they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement and operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. I am so glad you said that. I've been preaching to the choir. So many different people ask me about personal branding, personal branding. A lot of executives like, well, you know, and then, then there's company policies out there. No, you know, this information out there, we're getting, we'll pull back. You don't know what you're going to say. Maybe there's a public relations deal. They don't understand the power of these platforms and the capabilities, especially in the personal brand. Most people are going to Google you, not Walmart, to find out about you you know, or what you're doing. I think that's so, so important. I think a lot of people are missing the ball. Yeah. You point it to the absolute fact of why you're not being successful when you're starting to look at some of these platforms to do any kind of commerce. But let me say one thing. So this, this will reframe things for most people because, look, when people tell me, hey, you should work on your personal brand. Personal branding is really important. The first thing I think is, ugh. I don't want to be Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't want to be driving around in Lamborghinis. I don't want to be talking about myself. I don't want to be doing selfies and showing everyone what I just ate. That is not me. I'm a professional. I'm not some social media star. I don't need a million followers. You have a million followers. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I don't want to be all that. Like, look at me. So here's, here's the number one thing that I think everyone needs to hear, because this is a stumbling block. Your personal brand is not what you say about yourself or what you do. It's what others say about you. It's your reputation. So I don't work on my personal brand, Grant, at all. Because everyone else does it for me. Aha. Right? Because if you talk about yourself and how good you are and all the awards you have and how rich you are and how knowledgeable you are, you're a douchebag. What if I told you, Grant, you know what, Grant? I'm so handsome and I'm so smart. I'm so successful. I know so much. And, and if you, you know, I could actually say, I can make some statements that could back that up, but that would just be, I would just be some chest beating buffoon. Sure. Talking about myself, about how awesome I am. Right. Instead, I let everyone else talk about me. So if I could say I'm really good at digital marketing, but isn't it way better when the CEO of Facebook talks about how good I am at marketing 100%, 100%. or when, when you see me on CNN and they talk about me as an expert. Now let's bring in Dennis. Yu, who's an expert in digital marketing, blah, 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 blah. Well, thank you so much for, you know, having me on the show, blah, blah, blah. Right. I never need to say it, have them say it for you. you so Absolutely. your reputation, the referrals, the word of mouth, the reviews, how successful your business is, how well you treat your employees, what your clients say about you. That's personal branding. So I don't work on my personal brand because I don't want to be seen as a douchebag. So what do I do? So if I'm not working on my personal brand, what am I doing? I'm hanging around 
people that are very successful and learning from them and I'm elevating their brand. That's so cool. My buddy Sam Tejada is the founder of Liquavita and he's out there saving people's lives. He retired as a firefighter. Now he's got 30 locations of his IV therapy, functional medicine, HRT stem cells, like all that crazy good stuff in health, right? And I'm working on his personal brand by lining up the top doctors on the planet to be on his podcast. Yes. So I'm meeting the CEOs of Restore and Revive and all of the the top med spas. Some of these guys have 500 locations, have a thousand locations. And we're sitting down and having a chat about the future of healthcare and what this means and AI and how we can resequence the genome and trigger epigenetic effects, right? So cool. I'm learning all of these things. I'm learning about, you know, the power of, of niacin, you know, and uh, tools like this and how, how I'm able to regenerate cells in my body. I'm, I'm nearly 50 and I'm doing flips at the trampoline park and doing 360 dunks on the hoop. And the kids <laughs> are saying, wow, who is that guy? How is he able to do all that? Superhuman. Yeah, they, 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 oh, gee, oh, gee, like when they see me dunk. Right. Hey, I, Dennis, let me tell you this. What you're saying is so, so important. And I, I'm so glad you said that. This is one of the reasons I have a podcast. One of the reasons we're talking right now, you doubled down on relationships and you built this whole circle of experience and matrix, matrix that you have is yeah. all about elevating your brand through relationships and right. having, like I said, having other people elevate you but of course you, you're genuine in what you're talking like today me and you we're talking yeah, um, we're, saying, uh, we're having a great conversation and we're not i'm not saying i'm the greatest greatest you're not saying i'm the great that has nothing to do with the it's just you are the personal brand you know, this is a difference between being narcissistic and things like that i i don't never i can't i never did like that i see that on facebook you know what I ate today and all this other stuff. That's that's irrelevant. Yeah. But if you can demonstrate your knowledge and your skill set, what problem that you're solving in your life, and what's important to you yeah. and others, and having discussions and, and things like that, it pulls people into your orbit. Yeah. And then by we call it used to call it osmosis. Now I guess we call it uh, the uh, a logarithm. <laughs> yeah, you know it, it begins to grow. And it begins to grow at, at, at a very high level. Talk to us about relationships and how you built your brand by utilizing this technique. And I think it's in your content factory. I thought oh, it was so cool. Factory, yeah. Yeah. So I am a search engineer, but the aspect of relationships has always puzzled me because when you're good at math, you like to be able to calculate. I, I want to calculate how strong a relationship is. I want to calculate how much it's worth. I want to calculate who's a good friend and who's not. I want to calculate who I can trust. I want to calculate how much knowledge you have, right? I'm a, as an engineer, I kind of want to quantify these things, right? But there is kind of a softer side. There's like left brain, right brain. So here's the way I do it. And I think you'll find it intriguing. So inside the mind of a search engine engineer. So if I look at my... Photos. This is automatically being downloaded from my iPhone. Okay. Everywhere that I've been, everything I'm doing, you know, I was in Phoenix last night and ate this interesting Asian food. I was at the trampoline park a couple of days ago, right? You can see I'm dunking. This guy's got 
3 million subs on YouTube, <laughs> which is, he's a famous basketball player. So you can see like all the, like I had Korean barbecue with these other people. This is my buddy, Andrew Cartwright. And wow. I'm in his podcast studio. So th this is just my life, right? I'm just hanging out. There's Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. We star. Then we're hanging out. And you, you can see like there's, there's Carrie Kasem, who's Casey Kasem's daughter. And we're having oxygen baths together. There's we're hiking in Red Rock. So you can see like all the stuff is being categorized. So it's relationships. There's Courtney Olson. I was on her podcast a week ago. So this is just little things off of my phone, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So Grant, name any city in the world. Uh, Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. So the AI already knows anytime I've been in Washington, D.C., I've not had to tag it as Washington, D.C. So I was in Washington, D.C. a little earlier, and I was with my buddy Seth Price, who runs an eight-figure law firm, and he's got an eight-figure digital agency serving law firms. And this particular image was on January 19th, and it was an iPhone 13. And here's exactly where it was next to Union Market, just outside of, well, it's part of downtown in DC. Okay. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I can look at my friends here. So this is Seth Price. And I can see anytime I've been with Seth Price, he and I were in Miami yeah. a couple months ago, teaching a bunch of digital agencies. Here we were in Louisville with Daryl Isaacs. Here we are in DC. And we were in Vegas eating food too. You know, he runs Blue Shark Digital. So all this stuff is here. But this one, it didn't categorize his name. So I need to actually put this in here, Seth Price. Okay. So now the AI recognizes his face. And anytime I take a video or a picture or whatever, I can pull out things with Seth Price. Right? Nice. Exactly. I can... I can say any activity, any name, any whatever. This is how I manage relationships. I have the AI category. The AI is now an extension of my brain. Wow. Okay. So this is my friend, Dr. Robert Lyons. He's the founder of Cocoon. This, I think he's going to win a Nobel Prize in the next few years once people realize the power of oxygen. Mm -hmm. I was with him and he was in, uh, in Hungary, right? I fly out to Hungary to take these oxygen baths. And here's a class that he's teaching other doctors and I'm here with him in Vegas. And this is, this is all off of my phone. This is automatic. Like, look at this. Look here. We're measuring a friend's oxygen levels and looking at the monitor and seeing how yeah, it's doing EEGs. Here's some other doctors that are interested in this sort of thing. Here's teaching a lecture. Here's a fun one. So we are in Budapest, Hungary with Dr. Robert Lyons. This is, almost two years ago, and he's sticking yeah. his hand in the water. This is off of my iPhone. Yeah. This is the oxygen water. It looks. Oh, as soon as I put my hands in there, immediately invaded by the oxygen species. You can see it. So I'll just fast forward it through here. Look at that. Wow. It's a little fun. With oxygen. Look at that. So you can measure, you know, he's got these machines where you can measure what the oxygen level is. Because there is a point where you, mm. there's oxygen toxicity because it's too high. It's like rust. You know, it's called, it's called oxidative stress when it's too high. You can hurt yourself if it's too high. So he has to set the oxygen level at the right level to be healthy but not hurt you, okay? So this, 
this I, I just look on Robert Lyons and it's showing every any time like he and I are together. He he's he came to my studio and, and I interviewed him on my podcast because I was just so fascinated about what oxygen does. Right. I see that. Yeah. yeah you can see here, all I did was search for Robert Lyons and it pulls up anytime he and I are together. We're at we're in the the sand dunes in Vegas in these four wheeling things doing crazy stuff. I mean, look at this. We're driving around in this four wheeler. Like Robert, slow <laughs> down, we're going this best, you know. Look at him. That is some fun. Now, here, the AI grabs everything off of my phone. So here, we're in Big Dune Recreation Area. You see this? And so am I tagging this? Am I having to upload each of these things and tell the AI where I am and what I'm doing and who I'm with? And Do I have to tell the AI anything? It's automatic. Automatic. All right. So just as another piece of proof, name uh, any activity or anything or something, just whatever, some food, whatever, something. I don't know. Uh, F1 Formula Racing. F1 formula. Let's see if the AI can pick up on that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember that. Oh, okay. I remember this now. Yeah. But see, like you said, the AI has a better memory than me, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, like, oh, yeah. I did go there that one time. Okay. I totally forgot. That was a long time ago. But yeah. <laughs> and it's right there in your face. Yeah. Name an activity. So, well, here's the activity that we're doing is that we are, you know, the activity is, you know, digital marketing. And then what you're look, showing us now is not just even just digital, marketing, it's social engineering. Where are we at now and how we're encompassing our technology in an augmented reality world? You're an engineer. You're starting to see this, how this human intelligence and this artificial intelligence, you've got to fine-tune to what's working in such a balance that yeah. it truly is an extension of yourself. And yeah. as we start seeing chat TBT, you, you, you know a lot about Jasper AI, you got BART now, you got all these engines. Oh, yeah. But has the human intelligence evolved to a point, or can it evolve to a point where it can truly take advantage or where you are at already, because you've been exposed to it a lot. How do you yeah. see that? I just use it as a tool. So I'll tell the AI like an assistant. I just did the AI as a tool. Okay. I'm not afraid of it. I'll say, look, I'm going to be in Phoenix tomorrow. And I want to get a couple guests on my podcast. Who should I have on my podcast? And it'll say, well, Dennis, because you've had so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so on your podcast, you might also consider... Casey Adams on your podcast. You might consider uh, Susan Sly. I'm like, yeah, actually that. Okay. So who, who do we have fr as friends in common? Well, you have so-and-so and so-and-so as friends in common. You should probably reach out through them. Like, yeah, that's right. That, yeah. You know what? I know Jeff Cox. I, I should ask Jeff to make an introduction for me to Susan. That's a great idea. Why didn't I think of that? See? Now, are you, what, what, oh, now you said something very important. What do you, what AI engine are you using to get that information? I use a combination of Bard and LinkedIn. LinkedIn does like all these tools, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Every tool you're using already has AI built into it. You just don't know it. Mm. Look, when you go to LinkedIn and you look up a person, it automatically shows you who else is connected to those people. It shows you what they sure. care about. It shows you related topics. It shows you all the, every single social network, every single digital platform is going to be powered by AI and make recommendations based on that. 
That's one of the reasons I love LinkedIn over all the social platforms. For me, because I'm more into business to business, I want professional relationships, but I like the metrics that it has. I like the searching capabilities that it has. And then like you were saying, once you're connected to someone, you can automatically see who else in your universe of connectivity. Yeah. Like if it was me and Dennis, like, oh, well, who else is all connected to Dennis and Grant? And then you saw you see all these other people, and then you have some commonality, and then you can start to have some conversation, and then you can yeah. build your network. So look, I Google you. So bef- before you ever meet anybody, you want to Google them, right? Yeah. So then I see your LinkedIn pops up, and I see that you're in Miami and you have 16,000 followers and we have 132 mutual friends. Wow. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see what you've been talking about. I can see your best posts. I can see, you know, you've been talking about this AI thing. So in podcasting, so I have a, I have a basic idea of now because the AI doesn't know who you are. I could have it guess. I could say, look, I'm going to be on the follow the brand podcast on Sunday what do you think he's going to ask me and what should I be prepared to show? And the AI will do its best. Now, if it knows who you are, it's going to be able to do a better job, but the AI doesn't really know who you are very well yet. Yes. You have to feed you have it. a knowledge panel because your website is not really ranking for your name. I think it's like number two or three. Yeah, here it is. Your website, five-star BDM is here about owner Grant McGall, but not to like slam you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. power. You've got a DR8. You only rank on 16 keywords. You should rank on thousands of keywords. Every guest you've ever had on your podcast should rank. Every topic that you care about. So if you tell me you care about business development and IT and chat GPT and all that, why don't you rank on those things? Uh, so you rank on Anthony Ashby on your podcast. Or you rank on whatever this is, pitch episode 11, BDM test online. So you rank on, actually you lost, you, you lost, lost, lost a bunch of these ones here. But the things you care about, literally here, here's the litmus test without getting technical. Yeah. If you really care about particular topics and you say you stand for those topics, if you don't rank for them, I'm going to call yes. Uh-huh. You don't rank on the th- the things that you say you, you, you're knowledgeable about. The AI can tell whether you actually are because of your relationships, because of the information and knowledge that you've shared publicly, not just because it's in your head or because you say so. Man, not just SEO. Is that SEO related or just how you... It technically, I mean, it's SEO, but here, here's the reframe. Just like personal branding is not like talking about yourself and being a narcissist. It's about other people endorsing you. SEO is not something that you do. Anyone who's selling SEO is basically a scam. Mm-hmm. This is from a search engine engineer, so you can't challenge me on this. I've had a lot of people try to argue and they all lose. Yeah. Listen, but, but SEO is important. Yeah. Ranking in search results is important. Ranking in the local map three pack. So your office shows up for clinic is important. Yeah, I agree. SEO is the result of your relationships, of taking good care of your clients, of sharing your knowledge, of having a strong personal brand. So what you do is not SEO. You don't do SEO. SEO is the result of sharing your knowledge, of having a podcast, of people loving you and you taking care of your clients and your employees and running a good business. And like you're all the things that you do, if you do them well, and the AI can see this, Google can see it. YouTube can see it. I post stuff on Twitter's because I want the AI to see it. Right. If the AI can see it, then I can rank in the search results. Then I search 
you search my name, all this stuff shows up. Then I go ask ChatGPT, what would, you know, I'm going to call my mom after this and I'm going to wish her happy Mother's Day. But I can ask ChatGPT, what should I tell my mom? What should I, where can I take her to go eat? Or what do you think would be, and, and it's because the AI knows me and it knows like the AI can make a really good recommendation. Like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. There, actually, yeah, that's a great Korean barbecue. I should take her to that place. We've not been there before. All of that is so, you know, that's why I say our world is changing because you're starting to get the data decision you know, driven results. Uh, the data analysis is being spoon fed to you right there. And you can you can make intelligent choices that will probably accuracy level is going to be very, very uh, highly enhanced than you just trying to do it by yourself because you have a super engine behind you. It's uh, like yeah. you wouldn't want to walk to D.C. You'd probably rather get a client check. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of what you're doing. Yeah. And the A.I. is a really smart assistant. The A.I. is working for me because I've told the A.I. what I want. The AI knows about me. It's that simple. If the AI doesn't know about, if if Google doesn't know about you, if LinkedIn doesn't know about you, if the rest of the internet doesn't know about you, how can it help you? Interesting. And how can it do it certain ways? I've seen that before because my, I think I probably rank better on my LinkedIn feed, probably my my podcast of itself. And and the business is because of how I build out the the website. It doesn't rank as well because I'm doing probably more more content on 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 other platforms other than what you see on the on the website itself. Does that make sense? You are making a fundamental mistake uh-huh. that everyone makes, and it's that they produce content and they post it on only one channel. So, so you. You have a thought or whatever, you make a video or whatever, you put it just on YouTube. You put it just on LinkedIn. Any content you have, you should put everywhere. That way Google can pick up on it. It should be on your website, right? So yeah. it can show up. If you post something to Facebook, how likely is Google going to want to show that, right? Yeah. And it, it's like driving into a Toyota dealership with a Honda. Like, why would you do that, right? Share your knowledge and create it independent of the channel. So great. You have a podcast and there's all this podcast distribution, but why not also post it to YouTube? Why not also make a blog post for every single episode? That's called repurposing because you're not repurposing your, the view of Grant McGaw is fragmented on the internet. I see. So if I start taking things like design art, taking this content like we're doing now, Recreating yeah. it into an ebook or PDF or putting yeah. it out there in an article. Some people might want yeah. this article. Hey, you got yeah. our interview with Dave Dennis Yu. We want that yeah. content, you know, send it to us. Because people learn in different ways. Some people want to listen while they're driving. Some people want to watch a video. Some people they want to read the article. Like everyone's got a way of how they like to consume. Some people like little 15 second TikToks. Boom, 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 boom. Some people like to sit down for an hour and go deep. Some people there's so many different ways and so many different channels and so many different mediums. 
you are doing your audience a disservice by not reaching them the way they want to be a lot. So how, how do you get that one to many? Is that why you're using a lot of uh, that's the content factory? That's, that's the whole thing that we teach. Yeah. yeah. If you Google me in content factory, you see how we take content, chop it up into different pieces. So it can then live on Facebook and YouTube and the blog and all that. So people can consume it the way they want to consume it. I don't want to force everyone to come to YouTube and watch my YouTube channel. Some people like to read articles. Some people want to see little highlights on LinkedIn. Well, if they they just want to hang out on LinkedIn, then they can see my content on LinkedIn. And all these, now it's become easier because you have these tools. AI tools do that. There's tons of tools that yeah. do that, that chop it, that post it. But I don't want to even go into those tools because yeah. people that just, those tools are are lazy and they don't understand. And then they say, they claim, okay, I used your tool and it's being distributed everywhere. Why isn't it working? Well, it's because your content sucks, bro. <laughs> your knowledge, I'm sorry that it's, you're not interesting enough. You don't speak clearly. Your mm. camera isn't any good. Or, you know, or you're talking about stuff that you have no authority, which is actually the number one thing. You're talking about stuff that you've not demonstrated. You have skill and expertise and you're just giving your opinion and just general vague kind of thoughts about whatever topic. Believe me, the AI can tell whether you are an accomplished cardiologist or not. The AI can tell whether you know what you're talking about when it comes to IT. Don't you think the AI can tell whether you really are legit or not? I would hope so. Because are you referencing? There's a lot of information yeah, we, that's we out there. We did it today, right? Yeah. Everything that I was showing you was through direct proof. Did I give you a PowerPoint and read all these slides at you? No, you showed, me, you showed me public information about yourself and how it's put together. And how these yeah. large corporations are actually utilizing the, the, the content to distribute it, you know, that becomes your content engine. It's just, it's amazing. The biggest issue is you got to be credible. That's what nice. I was showing you. I don't care. You, it was all the best tools in the world and the biggest ad budget. If you're not credible, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You have to be good at what you do, provably. That's the number. You have to do that first before you do all this AI stuff. Now, if you have that, great. Then use the AI tools to amplify your brand. I have one more question for you before we talk about because we're in this, a lot of that we we you need to hear a lot of people talking about web 2.0 and then we're on the web 3.0. What I've heard is that web 3.0 with all these other things, blockchain and all that other, but you still have a context aware fabric that is controlled by AI, even though I guess it works differently in web 2.0. I mean, what's your opinion about that? Web 3.0 is nothing more than the internet. The whole thing is the internet. There's no separate Web 3.0. It's not a metaverse or some other place that people put on their goggles and go visit. Okay. Because there's crypto and it's all based on the blockchain and everything's free. And no, before the days of the internet, there was your reputation. And if I needed someone who could make shoes, then, you know, the cobbler had a reputation. And if I was a baker and I made bread, I would trade five loaves of bread for a pair of shoes or whatever it was. And it's still true today. And this is someone. So I'm an engineer and I understand a lot of this AI technology. We can go deep into, you know, the difference between LLMs and how we get across uh, over a hallucination because of how Bard is attack, uh, tackling the problem, and blah, blah, blah. But I'll just put it this this way. Instead of going into the tech of Web 3.0 and whatever, the only thing that matters is your reputation. And that is your clients and people saying good things about you that everyone else can see. And if you put it in multiple places and you have a system, you have people to do it, like virtual assistants, your team members do it, you use software to do it, then whatever, you know, 
however you were winning before, you're going to win even bigger. If, if, if the billionaires, you know, I've got, I have a bunch of friends that are billionaires, which is really cool. So we do this kind of thought experiment. If all of a sudden today, all the billionaires, their wealth was reduced to zero and we just had a restart within a year, it'd be the same people back on top again. That's interesting. Because they have relationships because they know, you know, what they're doing to build stuff together. So tools don't matter. It's relationships first, then the tools amplify what you already have. If you don't have anything, if you don't have a business strategy, if you don't have customers that love you and buy from you, tools don't matter. They don't solve a strategy problem. Tools amplify what you have. And Bill Gates said the same thing about technology. It's neither good nor evil. It just gives you more. It's leverage, more of what you have. So if something's doing well, you get more of it, but it can also multiply loss. You can create more mess and waste and catastrophe. If done, you know, I saw that program. I think it was uh, Grant Cardone. And I can't remember the name of the program, but what they did was exactly what you just said. You had nothing. They dropped you off in the city. You had to create a business. Undercover billionaire. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And they were successful because of their knowledge. And you said their relationships, their know-how, experience, and they, they, they grind. They had to grind, but they were able to to utilize uh, the resources that were available to become successful in in their endeavor. Yeah. Well, you have been extremely successful in your endeavors, and I appreciate you for being on the Follow the Brand show. I want to thank you uh, wholeheartedly, and this is this has been wonderful. Thank you for elevating my brand. And thank you for elevating the brand of everyone listening to this podcast. And you will now see a lot of different content because I have been coached up how we can get more information out there that I'm trying to educate my audience on a lot of different things. We've got to move things into a higher level, a different platform, not be scared of technology. I've been involved with technology for 20, 25 years. But knowing how to utilize it effectively is very, very important uh, to move forward. So thank you again, Mr. You. Thank you, Grant. What an honor. And also, if they want to get in touch with you, what is the best possible way? I know there's a thousand ways, but I don't think we mentioned your your business. This is the website. This is how we get in touch with Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. You can just Google me. All the information is out there. We just put it out there for free. I believe everyone should share their knowledge openly. But we do have a coaching program. It's called the Dollar a Day Program. Blitzmetrics.com slash D-A-D. But connect with me on LinkedIn, on Twitter, whatever it is. I'm always here to help other people. I put all my knowledge out there. There's no question that has basically not been asked before thousands of times. That's the beauty of the internet. That is a beautiful thing. And thank you for, first of all, being very personable and and giving us a wealth of knowledge, really pondering how we can move things forward. If your audience wants to get in touch with me, they can at my website at 5 Star BDM. That's B for brand, B for development, M for masters.com. Obviously, they can reach me on LinkedIn as well as you just demonstrated. So thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you, Grant.